You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout-out if you're listening live on TuneIn Radio, on iHeartRadio. If you are watching live on the Fantasy Sports Network live YouTube stream and anywhere that you're hearing it on demand, whether it's on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, on iTunes, on Google Play, we are going to hold you down it is officially kind of like the end of summer you know we got labor day weekend coming in i hope everybody has a great holiday weekend firing up the grills for maybe the last time but i got my man chris bavona the bounty hunter with me on the ones and twos we're keeping it so hot that we sweat steam got a great show for you okay the preseason ended on yesterday you know so i'm going to give you some of my biggest takeaways from the entire preseason we have been talking about tight ends for the last couple of days so I've got my tight end fugazis okay a couple of guys in the top five of tight ends that I think you need to avoid I told you some diamonds in the rough at that position earlier in the week guys that I liked like Austin Hooper guys that I liked like Hunter Henry guys even deeper that I liked like Austin Safarian Jenkins and George Kittle well I'm giving you the inverse right now tonight it is about who you need to avoid at the tight end position I'm also going to give you a couple of defenses okay because Listen, I don't think you need to draft defense until your second to last or last pick overall. And I'm going to give you some defenses that are outside of the top 10 as far as rankings go that I think could be valuable streaming options and interesting defenses to hold for real chunks of the season. So I think that is very important. What I'm also going to do as we put the fun in functional sports radio, I am going to recap... A couple of shows that have been going on. One on HBO is Hard Knocks as they profile the Tampa Bay Bucks. There's also been the debut of another show on Facebook, and it is called Ball in the Family, following LeVar, Lonzo, LaMelo, and LiAngelo. And now even the 16-year-old is getting paid branding a new shoe. We will get into that a little bit later on. And you know, of course, we will take your calls as well. We already got some people lining up to holler at speeds spitting statistician you can too at 844-843-6879 we also got a poll question up who do you think will be the tight end fugazi the tight end you think we need to forget about my options are greg olson jordan reed the usually injured jordan reed what about delaney walker on that exotic smash mouth team that has some new weapons around it we'll get into these tight ends we'll get into your calls we'll get into the defenses and also some takeaways from the preseason injuries position battles all that and more when we come back dropping stats over beats it's your boy dane martinez speeds the spitting statistician we are going into a holiday weekend here at rock and riley's studio 34 we're about to get it popping right now come on right back come on right back we're gonna get it going fantasy freestyle fantasy sports radio network start calling i got you 
quarterback to receiver hookups, running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. All eyes on me. It's your boy, Speeds, the spitting statistician, holding you down, dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We've been talking about tight ends over the last couple of days. I'm going to give you my tight end, Fugazis, the guys you need to forget about. We're going to give you some news and notes. Listen, it's around cut-down day here in the NFL. There's some trades that have happened. There's some surprise cuts. We're going to get into all of those and the fantasy impacts, but the phone lines are also open right now at 844-843-687. Nine, and it sounds like we got a couple of callers. Hey, Bavona. The first one is Joe in Long Island. He's got a question about uh, Mr. Murray. Let's bring him on to the Fantasy Freestyle. What's going on, man? Hey, bro. What's going on? Can't call So I got, uh, I got offered. I got Tevin Coleman and Mike Thomas for DeMarco Murray and Eric Decker. I had Murray and uh, Decker. Listen, Michael Thomas is far superior to Eric Decker. Okay, so that is very interesting. And you said it was Tevin Coleman was the other back? Tevin, I've been getting Tevin Coleman. I've been giving up DeMarco Murray. Yeah, listen. Uh, been, I feel like I've been pulling myself. I got to tell you, I think the gap of Michael Thomas down to Eric Decker is bigger than the gap of DeMarco Murray to Tevin Coleman. So to me, it sounds like the Tevin Coleman and Michael Thomas side of that deal wins out. I don't know if you also heard there is news today that Ted Ginn Jr., another wide receiver, excuse me, that um, Willie Sneed, another wide receiver on the Saints, is going to be suspended for the first three games. That could even be more for Michael Thomas. I don't know, and thank you for the call, man. I don't know, you know, if you trade away DeMarco Murray as what presumably was your RB1, where that leaves you in the running back. I don't know the rest of your roster, and we don't have time to get into every single player. But I will tell you, I believe the gap between DeMarco Murray and Tevin Coleman is not as big as the gap between Michael Thomas and Eric Decker. So I like the Michael Thomas and Tevin Coleman side of that deal. We got another caller, it looks like. We got... uh. Who is this? Cliff in Boston talking about the tight ends. We've been talking about the tight ends in terms of diamonds a couple of days uh, earlier this week. We're going to get into Fugazi's a little bit as well. Let's get this tight end question from Cliff in Boston. Hey, Cliff, you're dropping stats over beats with the spitting statistician. You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's up? What's going on, man? Hey, I got a big question for you. Uh, originally, I was going to ask about you know the tight end position. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what I really wanted to ask you, I'm picking six right now in one of my drafts coming up on Tuesday. Who would you say is an ideal pick at that sixth spot? Okay, sure. At the sixth spot, okay. Here's the thing. In my mind, it, and 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 to be honest, uh, Cliff, it meant. The PPR or not of this league matters, okay? Because here's my thing. It's six. You're not going to get one of the 
complete true elite studs at running back. You're not going to get David Johnson. You're not going to get Le'Veon Bell. After that, though, there are a couple of locked and loaded elite wide receivers that I think you can take, right? Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, or Mike Evans. Those are my top four kind of wide receivers. You got Le'Veon Bell and David Johnson. When you're sitting at six, to me, whichever one of those six is still available, that's where I'm going. And let me tell you, I didn't know the format of your league. If it is a PPR league, I am that much more happy to get my wide receiver right away because I can find some pass-catching backs later on, some third-down backs, some pass-catching backs that in a PPR format I'd be very happy about, okay? If it's standard, it's a little bit different, but I think you're going to wind up with one of these elite wide receivers. I think it's going to be wind up being like Odell Beckham or Mike Evans. So thank you for the call. Again, that was Cliff in Boston. Hey, oh, it sounds, uh, hey, we got another call. It sounds like we got Blake in Dallas. He wants to know about the Saints' backfield and specifically Mark Ingram. Uh, Blake in Dallas, you're dropping stats over beats with your boy Speeds and Spitting Statistician on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's going on, Blake? Hey, so, um, I'm wondering who to start at Flex Week 1, and I've got, uh, Jaquiz Rogers, Mark Ingram, Joe Mixon, and, uh, Jonathan Stewart. Okay, here's the thing. If you have Jaquiz Rogers on your roster, right, you have him pretty much for the first three weeks when you think Doug Martin is going to be suspended, right? So in the first three weeks, my man... Pop quiz, Jacquez Rogers. He is going to be the lead dog for Tampa. If you went and got him, it's because you wanted to play him for the first three weeks of the season. I know they're playing Miami. They've got Endomic and Sue in the middle of that line, but they like Jacquez Rogers. I think some of the other guys you mentioned, guys like Jonathan Stewart, I want to wait and see how the Panthers are going to play this. Are they going to give Christian McCaffrey a lot of looks or not? You mentioned Joe Mixon. You know, that's a crowded backfield as well with guys like, you know, Jeremy Hill and Gio Bernard. Because Doug Martin is serving that suspension, I think Pop Quiz, Jacquez Rogers in that battle of Florida against the Miami Dolphins could be an interesting start, especially in weeks one through three when Doug Martin is on the sidelines. All right, uh, Chris, it looks like those are all the callers for now. So let me keep it moving here on the cypher in the fantasy freestyle and give them some news and notes because, listen, this is cut down day. There's been some trades. Let's get into it. First of all, Bengals wide receiver John Ross, he of the uh, 4.2240 time at the combine, he's going to be out a couple of weeks with a knee injury, okay? I think this means even more opportunity, even more focus for A.J. Green in that offense. When we start talking DFS next week, I like A.J. Green in my DFS lineup. Even more share for him with John Ross out. Le'Veon Bell has reported to Pittsburgh Steelers camp. He's got a one-year $12 million deal as predicted. He said he was going to come in right when he did on September 1st. He is my number one overall pick in all of fantasy football this year. I think he is a true stud. I would even pick him over David Johnson. Okay, you may have heard earlier in the week that Matt Forte is on the trade block for the New York Jets. He's going ahead and saying that the rumors of his trade are quote-unquote fake news. He says that uh, he's spoken to the GM, Mike McCagnin, that they are not going to trade him. I'm going to tell you the truth. It's probably because they can't find a trade 
partner for him because he's got a $4 million contract. I wouldn't be surprised if he winds up being a cut casualty at the very end as rosters go from 90 all the way down to 53 this weekend. To clear a room and to continue the tanking process for the New York Jets, they have traded Pro Bowl defensive lineman Sheldon Richardson to the Seattle Seahawks, making the Seattle defense even that much more scary with a true stud in the interior. Now they're getting uh, Mr. Curse back. Remember, the Jets need some hope at, help at wideout. They're also getting a second-round pick to help with their tanking efforts. The 49ers in a surprise cut and cut-down day. They cut quarterback Matt Barkley. Okay, they're going to be going with the rookie C.J. Beathard instead as the backup to Brian Hoyer. Listen, I think Matt Barkley is viable. He might pick on... Uh, latch on somewhere soon. Remember, in Indianapolis, we don't know how long they're going to be going with Scott Tolzien. In uh, Baltimore, they don't know about Joe Flacco's back. And in Jacksonville, remember, there is still Bortles service who is listed at the top of the depth chart. You may have heard me say it earlier in the show. Saints wide receiver Willie Sneed, who is currently wide receiver 32, a legitimate wide out three on the Saints with Drew Brees. He's going to be suspended for the first three games of the season because of a DUI that he got in the offseason. I think this makes Ted Finn Jr., really Ted Ginn Jr., viable maybe in DFS in week one. Remember, a Monday night, they go up with Adrian Peterson to take on his former team, the Minnesota Vikings. That is the first game of a doubleheader on Monday night football. Martavis Bryant has been reinstated by the NFL. Listen, it's going to be Big Ben, Lev Bell, Martavis Bryant, and Antonio Brown. That combination has only been together for 11 times in their careers. I think if they all play 16 games this year, watch out for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They might have the best offense in all of football. And there are reports. I told you this. I told you guys. There are reports that the Cleveland Browns have cut Brock Osweiler. He once was the $72 million noose around the Houston Texans. They made that in like a salary dump kind of trade in the offseason, and they have in fact cut Brock Osweiler. Listen, there's still like between Matt Barkley, now Brock Osweiler, there's still Colin Kaepernick out there. Teams like the Colts, like the Jaguars, like the Ravens, they may be in the market for another quarterback. You know, in the preseason, it was also interesting to see some of these rookie quarterbacks. You know Deshaun Kaiser is going to start for Cleveland. You know about Trubisky and Watson who flashed early on. But keep an eye on these two. Patty Mahomes in Kansas City. I don't know if he's going to be the backup all year. You know, Alex Smith, we know what he can do. Remember how he got you know surpassed by Colin Kaepernick back a few, few years ago? I wouldn't be surprised if the Kansas City Chiefs do the same thing with Patty Mahomes. He is a great dynasty stash. Same could be said for uh, Nate Peterman. In Buffalo, okay, they don't like Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor is still in the concussion protocol. Keep an eye on Peterman in Buffalo, but I got to tell you, one team that I thought won the preseason, I was high on them when I did my uh, previews. The Philadelphia Eagles looked really good in preseason. Lane Johnson back on that offensive line. Carson Wentz, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Alshon Jeffrey healthy. That defense getting Ronald Darby. The first draft pick, Derek Barnett looking good. I like the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles, they were my diamond in the rough call, and nothing this preseason changes my mind. When we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we go into tight end Fugazi's, the tight end you need to forget about right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Come on back, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard. 
Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, the things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app, FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez. Speeds the spitting statistician right here holding you down, dropping stats over beats. That is Chris Bavona taking good care of you on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. We got a little big L coming back after break. Listen. It is the holiday weekend, the end of summer. A lot of people are getting hot and bothered, and you can by calling 844-843-6879. We got a poll question up right now on Twitter. We want to ask you, who do you think is your tight end, Fugazi, the tight end that you need to forget about? We got hundreds of votes already. The options I put out there for you are Greg Olson, who's going at tight end three, Jordan Reed, who's going as tight end four, and... We've also got Delaney Walker, who's going at tight end nine. We also got a couple of people that have commented about some other examples, some other nominations. We also got a caller on the line right now. It says like we've got John. He wants to talk about some Detroit Lions and Jim Bob Cooter. I think Stafford is, you know, it's in, it's interesting. A lot of people used to ask like is there is he an elite quarterback or not, right? And I think that's a false premise. No, he's not one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. But is he worth getting paid? I think he is. I think any of the top 15 or top half quarterbacks in the NFL are worth it because what is the alternative? This guy is entering his age 29 season. They're putting weapons around him and for the year and a half that he has been healthy and with my man Jim Bob Cooter as his offensive coordinator, he has shown that he has been very strong. He was an MVP candidate for the first few weeks of the season last year before the thumb injury. So I think that Matthew Stafford is on the way up as though his name was French Montana. I like Stafford and I think he deserves the kind of contract, not because he's an elite quarterback, but it's all timing when your contract comes up in the NFL if you are a quarterback who is not a problem on your team. I mean, clearly... He's got uh, nothing better to do. Let's keep it moving, though. You know what is important? That are the tight end fugazis that I'm about to give you. Because if you're a serious fantasy player, you need to worry about what is going on in fantasy at the tight end position. There are a couple of tight ends that are real high in the rankings right now. I'm talking tight ends three and four that I actually think are fugazi. Let me give you the first one. Okay, Jordan Reed is going right now as tight end four. He's going as number 50 over. Overall, that's basically like a fifth round draft pick. If I'm going to spend on a tight end in the fifth round, I am not going to go with someone that is an injury risk. Jordan Reed is pretty much the analogy. It's like it's pretty much the, the Andrew Luck of tight ends. Okay. Um, 
if I'm going to spend for a tight end, I'm going to get something that's more stable. I don't want to invest in a tight end at that level and then all of a sudden have him be doubtful every week, have him have an ankle injury, a foot thing to worry about, being competing with Vernon Davis. I... Listen, this guy has played in 12 games, 11 games, 9 games. He is definitely injury prone. I think similar to quarterback, there's so many other kind of options. I'll wait and get myself Hunter Henry. I'll wait and get myself Eric Ebron, who like the caller in Detroit mentioned. He should know about Eric Ebron, right? I'd rather Eric Ebron than a guy like Jordan Reed. So to me, Jordan Reed is not worth the price. So to me, he is a fantasy fugazi. Forget about him. All right. There's another tight end I want to give you, even higher in the rankings. I'm talking Greg Olson. Greg Olson right now is going as tight end three. He is going as number 48 overall. That's the back end of the fourth round in 12-team drafts. I think Greg Olson this year is a fugazi, okay? I love Greg Olson. I think Greg Olson has been solid production for a long time. Here's the thing. The Carolina Panthers are changing their offense this year, okay? They are trying to get the ball out of Cam Newton's hands a little bit quicker because, like I said, and like John in Detroit needs to know, hashtag all quarterbacks matter, even Cam Newton. So they are trying to protect him by getting the ball out a little bit quicker. That means no more five, seven-step drops to Greg Olson chucking it. They're going to try and hit. You know, Christian McCaffrey. They're going to try and hit Curtis Samuel. They're going to try and hit Benjamin on slant routes, okay? I think that means that Greg Olson will not be like Cam's eyes focused on him. Also, Greg Olson is entering his age, I think, 32 season. This is not the place where people ascend. He was tight end two last year, 80 catches, over 1,000 yards, and he had 129 targets. That's second most in the NFL among tight ends. I think there's going to be regression there. That's why I think Greg Olson at the back of the fourth round, beginning of the fifth round, is not going to return that value. He is a tight end. Fugazi. All right, here's the other one I want to talk about. I have him up in the poll, and it is Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker is going as tight end nine right now. That is 80th overall. We're talking about in like the seventh round of your draft, and I don't think this is a good idea. Last year, Delaney Walker was Marcus Mariota's like security blanket, his comfort, his warm little blanket as though he was Linus, you know, and he had that little blue blanket with him all the time. But that is not the case anymore. Tennessee went out in the offseason and signed Eric Decker. Tennessee went out in the offseason and drafted Corey Davis with their number five overall pick. They are building other weapons for Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker had 65 catches, 800 yards, and seven touchdowns last season. I do not think he is a good bet to repeat that. Delaney Walker also getting a little long in the tooth going into his age 83 season. Excuse me, not 83. His age 33 season and I think with too many options right there and remember they still like to be exotic smash mouth I do not think Delaney Walker repeats his performance of the last year he's going as tight end nine I think there's other guys do not spend the draft capital in round seven on Delaney Walker I got a couple of other tight ends that I want to give you that I think are fugazis this year okay but they kind of fit the same narrative they fit the same narrative, so I want to tell you what it is that um, I think about when it comes to these, okay? Tight end 
is a very hard position to learn as a rookie. You've heard me say this before if you listen to the fantasy freestyle. And the reason is because they have to know all of the routes that a receiver and a pass catcher would run. They also have to know all the blocking schemes that an offensive lineman needs to know. So rookie tight ends do not do well, generally speaking. Rookie tight ends don't really pop. I'm talking about Eric Ebron right now. It's year four, and I finally expect that jump. Rookie tight ends, I don't expect that to happen, especially on teams that this offseason went out and signed – Wide receivers that some could be called divas. I'm talking about these wide receivers like Brandon Marshall and Sean Jackson. I'm talking about the tight ends, O.J. Howard and Evan Ingram. Both of them were early round draft picks. O.J. Howard for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Evan Ingram out of Mississippi for the New York Giants. If you look at Ingram, yeah, he's a wide receiver, kind of a move tight end. He, he's going to take a while to be on the field to remember that he has those blocking um, responsibilities. And with Odell Beckham... Brandon Marshall, Sterling Shepard, Shane Vereen in that passing game. I don't think Evan Ingram is really going to return fantasy value this year. He may be decent to spread the opportunities uh, or to spread coverage around in real football for the Giants, but not for fantasy. Same for O.J. Howard, in my opinion. You know, you got Mike Evans. You got Deshaun Jackson. You got another tight end in um, Cameron Brait there, right? So I think there's too many mouths to feed there, and I don't think O.J. Howard is going to know all the blocking schemes as well. Are they going to really support? two tight ends there so that's part of the reason why I think OJ Howard and Evan Ingram are both fugazi forget about it hey Bavona it looks like we got one more caller out there hope it's someone that can understand that speeds of spitting statistician is Boricua baby um it is Patrick in Dallas he wants to talk about some running backs Patrick in Dallas if you're still there you are on the fantasy freestyle dropping stats over beats with the Boricua speeds the spitting statistician what's up yeah, I just wanted to uh, ask you who I should start at flex, Dalvin Cook or Frank Gore? Frank Gore. Okay, listen, here's the thing. I would go Dalvin Cook, and here's why, especially in week one. Dalvin Cook and the Vikings are up against the Saints. That is a bad defense, okay? So I think Dalvin Cook is primed and ready to be a three-down back for the Minnesota Vikings. I like him at home Monday night against a bad defense in the New Orleans Saints. On the other side, you talk about Frank Gore. Frank Gore, especially week one, they go out to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. I think the Rams are going to be an improved defense with new defensive coordinator Wade Phillips. And and also, with the Colts in week one, there's no Andrew Luck under center. It's going to be Scott Tolzien. So these Rams are going to be focused to uh, stop Frank Gore and the running game. They're going to try to force Scott Tolzien and the Indianapolis Colts to beat them through the passing game. I think the Rams are going to load up to try to stop Frank Gore. And so for that reason, especially in week one, I love me some Dalvin Cook as a flex option. I could see Dalvin Cook as an RB2 option as well going up against that defense of the New Orleans Saints. Like I said right now, we got a poll question up. 48% of you think Jordan Reed and his injury risk is a fantasy fugazi at the tight end position. 21% say Greg Olson. 20% say Delaney Walker. When we come back on the Fantasy Freestyle, I'm going to tell you some other suggestions that you guys have, and we're going to put the fun in functional sports radio. A lot of stuff to talk about. Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Yeah, yeah. 
Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, everybody tuning in live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, and apparently buzzing on the YouTube live stream on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. A lot of people very excited about the holiday weekend, and a lot of people very excited to be part of my show. All right, let's keep it going, though. We got that poll question up right now. I told you some other people have options on tight end Fugazis. One of them, Clayton Trahan, who has been responding to a lot of these polls that we've been doing our diamonds and our Fugazis at Claymore's FFB on Twitter, says that, listen, Jack Doyle could be a Fugazi, okay? Lux injury does not help the matters there. Remember, I've talked about how you need to fade T.Y. Hilton. You need to fade Dante Moncrief. Jack Doyle, just the same. Also saying two years ago was supposed to be Fleener's year. Last year was supposed to be Allen's. This year is supposed to be Doyle's. Whoever goes into the year at Indianapolis thinking that they're going to be, you know, Andrew Lux tight end, it doesn't always look right. So that way, they could be a Fugazi at the tight end position. Fantasy Field Report on Twitter has also replied, and they're saying Cameron Brait. Remember, listen, I actually think Cameron Brait is going to hold off O.J. Howard, at least in the beginning of the season, as O.J. Howard gets himself acclimated to the NFL game. The last one out here on Twitter, Brian550 at Gmail at DaneGolf1960 on Twitter says, what about Jimmy Graham? I got to tell you, I think Jimmy Graham is actually primed to have a uh, bounce back kind of re-breakout. Remember, he's now another year removed from that injury with the patella tendon, another year in the system with Seattle, with Russell Wilson. And a few weeks ago, we also got reports that even last year, Jimmy Graham was kind of... um nursing that injury and that they are ready to kind of uh, take the training wheels off for Jimmy Graham in that Seattle offense. So I'm actually high on Jimmy Graham. I think he once again goes back to being a top three tight end. All right there. One of the things I want to also give you today before we go into Labor Day weekend, right? Because first of all, I'm going to be off on Monday so everybody can enjoy their holiday at the end of the summer, can start grilling and chilling, right? Save me some corn, save me some hamburgers. I'll be there. If you want to holler at me, at 844-843-6879 and tell me where your barbecue is going to be. I'll uh, maybe stop on by. But when we come back on Tuesday, listen, it is week one, okay? So if you remember Fantasy Freestyle last year, I went game by game. I tell you what you need to spotlight. I tell you everything about injuries. We'll also be giving you my DFS lineups. It is going to be full on football. I'm kind of excited. Tonight kind of feels like Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, right? Because we're anticipating the start of football. When I wake up that first Sunday, it is like football Christmas to me. I'm very excited to see what gifts I have. When we get into week one also, 
Week one is going to be the start of uh, survivor pools as well. And I'm going to be giving you not only the bets that you need, but I'm going to be giving you the survivor plays that you need, okay? And what you could do with that is go right over to www.fantasyfactor.com. They are holding contests right now. It is free to enter. Free to enter a $1,000 knockout survivor pool. All you got to do is pick the right teams. can only pick one team each week to win. And obviously, when you use them, you will not be able to use them again. So even if you think the Pats are going 16-0, and you can only use them once. Go over to FantasyFactor.com right now and enter the free knockout pool paying somebody $1,000. Why can't it be you? All right. I told you about some defenses that I wanted to talk about, okay? Generally speaking, you're not going to pick a defense early, right? You're going to wait to your second-to-last pick, your last pick of your draft to pick a defense. So if you are in, you know, a 12-team league, let's say, 11 other people can pick their defenses. They can pick the top 11 defenses on the board. I'm going to give you four defenses here that are outside of that that I think are legit, that I think are going to return top eight kind of value this season. The first one. We talked about it a little bit before when the caller asked about Frank Gore. I'm talking about the Los Angeles Rams. The Los Angeles Rams are defense number 12 right now, and I like them. Listen, uh, the new head coach out there, Sean McVay, one of the smart things he did was hire Wade Phillips as his defensive coordinator, okay? He has a history of making defenses jump up in the rankings in the first year, sometimes dramatically. And this Rams defense was okay to begin with. Remember, you got Aaron Donald in the middle there, one of the best players on the defensive side of the ball in the entire league. And I think the new scheme they're running is going to be great for Mr. Ogletree, putting some pressure on. Remember, they're also in week one playing Andrew Luck less Indianapolis Colts with Scott Tolzien. And here's the other thing. Think about this division they're playing. I personally think that the Cardinals are primed for regression, so that's not that bad. The 49ers aren't going to scare anybody. And the Seattle Seahawks, that offensive line, you're going to be able to get some sacks against them as well. That's six of your games. I think the Los Angeles Rams are an interesting defense to target. They're going right now as defense number 12. What about defense number 13? It's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, listen, obviously there's border service and the problem on offense, but this defense looks decent on paper. Remember last year, they signed Malik Jackson. Uh, they drafted, uh, you know, Miles Jack and Jalen Ramsey. They have uh, Dante Fowler as a young kid, maybe being healthy now. Now, they went out and signed A.J. Bouye in the back end and Calais Campbell to pair with Malik Jackson on that front seven. I think that is pretty good. I think their defense is decent on paper and also remember Jacksonville is moving now to a more they want to copy Tennessee in that division and be exotic smash mouth also right so if they're going to be more run focused if they're going to be more time of possession that means less time their defense is on the field and think about their division Indianapolis Colts without Andrew Luck. The Houston Texans, they're not an offensive team. They're another defensive-based team, whether it's Tom Savage or the rookie Deshaun Watson that gets under center. I like this Jacksonville Jaguars defense as one to check the matchups week by week. You can go with Jacksonville. Defense number 14 in the rankings right now on Fantasy Pros. 
the Philadelphia Eagles. I am so high on the Philadelphia Eagles. I am higher than them than I am on this purple cush. Okay, the Philadelphia Eagles at defense 14, I love them. They traded for Ronald Darby, right, to um, help out their cornerback situation. They drafted Derek Barnett to add to that pass rush alongside uh, guys like uh, Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham. They signed Timmy Jernigan as well. That front line is going to be stout. And here's the other thing. Think about the rest of the division. I expect regression from every quarterback in the NFC East outside of Philadelphia. Eli Manning falling off a cliff, leading the league in interceptions. Dak Prescott, no way he repeats that four-interception performance, and who knows when Zeke Elliott will or will not be playing. And then you have the Washington football team. Will Kirk Cousins really repeat that, or is there some regression in store for him as well without Pierre Garçon and, of course, Deshaun Jackson? I think that division is prime for Philadelphia. I think their defense, who was one of the top five defenses in DVOA last year, I think they're primed and ready to go to make a big run this year so I like the defense of the Philadelphia Eagles and here's the last one that I'm going to give you their defense 17 right now and we're talking about not the San Diego but the Los Angeles Chargers I like this defense listen Joey Bosa is a stud. I think Joey Bosa can get around 14 sacks this year, if not more, creating pressure on that front. I like that the Chargers now have back their uh, number one cornerback, Jason Verrett, on the side. He is a true number one lockdown corner. Reason to be happy there. They have a fourth place schedule due to the Chargers because they lost a lot of tight games last year, finished in last in that division, so a favorable schedule. And think about this also. The Denver Broncos with their experiment with Trevor Simeon, I don't know. That doesn't scare me. Alex Smith, we know that that's a game manager kind of team. The other offenses outside of Oakland in this division, they don't scare me at either. So I like the Los Angeles Chargers. And remember... Uh, we had Nick on yesterday out there in L.A. with Pro Angle Media. He was saying that they got a chance to have an interesting little home field advantage in that new stadium they're playing with the L.A. Galaxy Stadium that they're playing in. Intimate setting, only 30,000. Those are some defenses to check out. And remember, if you need some more ideas about defense... What you can do is go right now and go check out on uh, Amazon. Go check out the definitive guide to fantasy football by my man Benny Riccardi I wrote a chapter in this book and it was about streaming defenses and how you can do it some of the things you need to think about like the regression candidates in the division the division matchups the time of possession like I said with the Jaguars they're looking now to move the ball on the ground with time of possession less time on the field for the defense another reason I like them the other thing you need to do right now is some of these divisions I told you I like the Philadelphia Eagles I like them on the over their over under is only eight and a half for the season so what I did I went over to mybookie.ag and I threw a couple of shekels on the season win total for the Philadelphia Eagles. I like the Eagles over eight and a half. I like the Eagles maybe to in fact win the NFC East. So I went over to mybookie.ag, okay? And I, uh, you know, I put a little bit of uh, cash on it, right? Because I want to grow 
that money. And you could take all the money that you have because you're not paying for the Fantasy Sports Network because you're getting it free on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. And go on over to mybookie.ag, especially for the start of football season. They pay out quick. Their reputation is rock solid. And they got a great match offer right now for your first $100. If you go ahead, a first 100% match bonus for your initial deposit. If you enter the promo code FREESTYLE, okay? That's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, holding you down. All right. When we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, one of the things I'm going to do is talk about how we slide into the holiday weekend. I think that karma is going to come back to bite the New England Patriots. They've been real arrogant lately. They've been in kind of like Gronk U mode with a couple of things they've done this offseason. I'm going to tell you why it's building bad karma, why Julian Edelman may have been the beneficiary. It's all about karma. Joe in Detroit needs to know about that. The Patriots need to know about that. We're dropping stats over beats right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm going to talk about why karma might come back to bite the Pats and then you're going to get Gabe Morency on Red Heat and Rage right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Quarterback to receiver hookups. Running back depth analysis. Rookie values in dynasty leagues. Deep sleepers. Training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. And it's power-packed with so much more, including fully sortable player projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at rotoexperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. Nowadays, everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips. It's just a bunch of gibberish, and everyone acts like they uh, know like speeds. Everybody, we got a little bit of gibberish when people open their lips tonight on the Fantasy Freestyle, but that is okay. I am still here to help you win your leagues and win that cash. It's Dane Martinez, the spitting statistician on the Fantasy Freestyle, and Bavona. It looks like we got we got uh, you know we got another call, Frank and Queens. We're gonna let him on because we've been talking about tight ends, diamond and Fugazis. He's got a tight end question. What's going on, Frank? My New York City head right here. You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's up, dude? So, <clears throat> my league, 12-team, half-point PPR. I'm picking from the sixth. So, I pick up Shady, first pick. I get Ajayi, second round, 18 overall. So, that's nice value. In the third sure. round, I ran into kind of a tricky scenario. Um, I had Zeke was still on the board, and this was earlier in the week before the news came out that his right. suspension may be, uh, may, uh, may be dropped, so I didn't know that. So I had Kelsey at the 30th pick overall, and I picked him ahead of Zeke. Now, uh, you figure I didn't get a wide receiver right there, so later in the draft, I picked up Diggs, I picked up uh, Devontae, I picked up Martavis, mm-hmm. I got C.J. Anderson later, um, so... What what do you think about that? I mean, I know I know I heard you earlier that you were against picking Zeke too as well. I was worried about losing him during the playoff. That's round, my that's concern, I and I also think. Ke- yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, man. Yeah, yeah, and 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 also I, I like Kelsey's 
uh, upside this year, especially with touchdowns. I mean, yeah. he caught a lot of balls last year, only had uh, four TDs, and that offense doesn't have a lot of weapons. And he's very consistent and hasn't missed games. So, I mean, I, yep. I, I mean, a lot of people tell me they don't like that pick, but I, I still feel pretty confident with it, especially with the guys that I got after. Yeah, listen, I'm not mad at that either, Frank. Okay, listen, Travis Kelsey is my tight end number one this year because you can't trust the injury history of Jordan Reed or Rob Gronkowski. Remember, the Chiefs also gave away Jeremy Macklin in the offseason. They're expecting Tyreek Hill to be their number one pass catcher, but it's really going to be baby Gronk, Travis Kelsey. You talked about some other wideouts that you had like Devontae Parker and Steph. Stephon Diggs. I like those guys as values that you got later on. And then obviously, the top two running backs you have are okay. You're going to have a week-to-week advantage at tight end. Listen, if Zeke slipped that far, at some point you do got to pull the trigger on Zeke. But I'm with you, Frank. I agree that the idea of that suspension hanging over his head later on in the season, and it could come down week 12, 13, 14, something like that, that would really hurt you in the fantasy playoffs. You're going to have a week-to-week advantage with Travis Kelsey at tight end we got time for only one more caller i believe oh do we still have frank in oklahoma chris all right frank in oklahoma you're gonna be the last call of the summer apparently because when we're back after labor day i can't wear white anymore we're shifting to football what is your question frank in oklahoma all right sir i'm in a, a standard league i'm the running backs are king in a standard league um i'm picking at the turn um i got Jordy nelson and michael thomas staring me at the face uh, my question is, you know, should I should I get those two and then focus on running backs later? Is it too much of a risk passing up a bell cow running back? Yeah, so you mentioned and th- thank you for the call, man. Uh, our last call of the summer here on the Fantasy Freestyle. You talked about the idea of the bell cow running back. If you're at the turn, man, if you're picking like 12 and 13 or 10 or 11, depending on the size of your league, you're not going to get the bell cow running back there Anyway, okay, the bell cows are David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, you know, LaShawn McCoy, maybe Melvin Gordon. They're not going to be there anyway. It sounded like you talked about guys like Jordy Nelson, Michael Thomas, Dez Bryant, you know, others, true studs that will be there at that point. You know, maybe you even get an A.J. Green at that point. I would, in fact, I like your wideout, wideout idea. Then your next time, make sure you get heavy running backs. And the NFL is all committee these days. You're going to still be able to find some running backs thanks for almost all the calls thanks for all the twitter votes i'm your boy dane martinez speeds the spitting statistician no show for the holiday on monday but when we come back on tuesday it is are you ready for some football i certainly am and i'm gonna help you win your leagues and win that cash speeds i'm out fantasy freestyle let's go